Ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I'm joined by my very good friends. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and we also have Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. Boys, it's good to be with y'all tonight. We are um, we're back. We're back. Yeah, yeah it's been a couple go. weeks. Thanksgiving holiday. We took a break. Yep. Um, but uh, we are here to review a show that maybe only two people are going to listen to because we don't know how many people watch this show. Yep. If you, if you have an iPhone, you may have a chance of watching this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's true. Good point. Yes. Um, we are here to review the the Monarch Legacy of Monsters show. Which is a uh, Apple Plus, Apple t- Apple TV Plus, yeah, Apple, Apple TV Plus, Apple TV Plus exclusive. exclusive. Um, it is a Godzilla spinoff. That's right. Yeah. So, so what? Real quick, spoiler free. <laughs> explain to our listeners what this show is, where the context of where it falls yeah. in this universe, what this universe is. Yeah, th- this show falls within the timeline of uh, the most recent uh, American-made Godzilla films. So the 2014 Godzilla film. Yeah. Uh, up until the most recent one, which was like two to three years ago, which was uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, but so, essentially it all kind of runs in that run that first movie. Truthfully, timeline wise, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For the show, the timeline is a- immediately after the first movie. You yeah. see flashbacks of that moment. Yeah, so this, ha- like, yeah, Kong versus Godzilla hasn't happened in this show. Correct. Yeah, it yeah. has yet. not happened no. yet. They, are not, they haven't even reached the second. Twenty fifteen. So. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, 2015 San Francisco event they keep referring to in this in the show, but yeah, that's that's right. where we're at. G right Day, now. yeah, God, yes. Godzilla Day, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so we're excited to review it. It's a little different, but it also feels like it falls right in line with really what we're all about here in the Royal yeah. Geek Podcast. Yeah, geek crap, dude. I love yeah. Godzilla, man. Yeah. I actually uh, last night I went to go see the premiere of Godzilla minus zero or no yeah. minus, minus one. Sorry. Godzilla minus one, and uh, it was a great production, man. It was it was w- going into the movie. There was a lot of hundred percent reviews on Rotten Tomato, yeah. And by the time I actually watched the movie, it dropped down to ninety eight. Oh, wow, but, yeah, I know, yeah. right? But uh, it, it was so good. I saw it on forty X too, yeah. so I was like literally blown out of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what I what I do love is that they are attempting to kind of go back a little bit to their roots and setting a. Um, setting a movie actually in Japan. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like a lot of the attempts have been, like, very, how we've seen it, like, Americanized. It's like everything's happening in the United States, everything's happening in the United States or, you know, other places, but not necessarily going to Tokyo where, like, the origin of, you know, the Godzilla is. Yeah. It was it was a fun ride, and I definitely recommend it for sure. Heck yeah, but but primarily for us for the next few weeks, you know, we were kind of talking about how we were in a little bit of a you know content dry spell. Like, what's what's to come out? You're putting out all the artsy movies right now. That's what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're get, yeah. It's that it's that little lull between. Although, truthfully, there's. Sh- I think it's just because there were just the uh, the Thanksgiving movies, which is usually a pretty big weekend. Like, I think they were a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Um, I don't know how people. I don't know exactly how Wish has been. 
uh, received so far, but so I know the three currently. Around uh, yeah. yeah. So not mm. super great. Yeah. And I know Napoleon hasn't been yeah. super well received either. Yeah. This is uh, the like Oscar bait movie season pl- slash kids movie season. Yeah. So, uh, you, that those are the two types of movies you're going to yeah. see. And then occasionally you'll sprinkle, sprinkle in something you're trying to hide, like, uh, like Aquaman two or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they said they're leaving it out there in the middle. Like, it's a, it's that Christmas movie yeah. this year. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, more on Aquaman 2 later. Um, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about that at another point, unfortunately. Yeah, sadly. Uh, but yeah, we're, we are here to review Monarch, which I'll say this. If you're like, dude, T-Roll, come on, Godzilla, <laughs> like an extended universe of Godzilla. You know, I was a little hesitant too, but the truth is... I have watched enough things on Apple TV Plus now you to trust, realize that. You trust it. Yeah, man. There, there's there's this thing about Apple. Sorry, guys. I know you guys aren't iPhone dudes, but yep. App, Apple does everything with excellence. <laughs> they do. They, they do re- everything with excellence after someone has already done it with excellence for decades. But, but still, but still, truth is, truth is, they it, everything they put out feels clean, feels crisp, feels well thought through. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of shows like Severance, yeah. right? Ted Lasso. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and there's others too. Um, but shrinking and shrinking, yeah. slow yeah. horses. We just That's saw a trailer right. of which looks really. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, you I'm know, started probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when I learned it was on Apple TV Plus, I was like, well, you know what? They they usually put a lot of investment behind these shows. Yeah. So, so yeah. Anyways, um, we uh, because of the scheduling, like with this is our first review. Um, so we're going to be talking about the whole series, episodes one through four on this yeah. episode. Yes. And then we will go to episodic reviews from the week for the weeks to come. So hopefully I was able to sell you on it. If you have Apple TV Plus or if you have a friend that has it, uh, check the show out and join us on this journey of reviewing this pretty awesome show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fun, fun ride so far. So here's your spoiler warning for the first four episodes. Uh, why don't you guys start with just overall four episodes in. What are you thinking? Yeah, I didn't know what to expect uh, going into this. Obviously, you're like, okay, uh, it's a Godzilla TV show, so what exactly are we going to get from yep. this, right? And when we open up, like the very first scene of the entire series is a uh, flashback to Skull Island. Uh, yes. When uh, obviously <laughs> Kong Skull Island, is, that movie's a part of this universe. And you see John Goodman's character carrying information. Yes. Uh, but. The, I, I didn't. I was immediately seeing that scene. I was like, okay, my expectations are completely rocked already because like you're getting full connectivity involvement. Like, yeah, it's it's already there. And then, um, I mean, you're getting monsters every every single episode, which I did not expect at yeah. all. But that's how you can tell. Apple Apple's coming with the the, the checkbook here. The money, bro. Yeah, and Moolah. you know what? CGI is actually really good. Yeah, it's super solid. The CGI so far. in the show has been better than the last two years of Marvel CGI like, easily. <laughs> Yeah, Easily. there's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's definitely had some. I mean, come on, the Flash. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, good point. Was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just thinking, the Suicide Squad had a good CGI. I love how you every time Justin makes a comment about Marvel, he looks at me. Every time I make a comment about DC, I look at him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the CGI for real in Monarch does. I mean, super solid so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that shot of Godzilla when Flash, I think episode one or two, flashes back to G Day. Yeah. Dude, yeah, over the yeah. Bri- over the bridge. Yeah, the bridge. yeah, yeah. Where Kate's on the like, it's like from her perspective, getting off that school bus yeah. or whatever. Yeah, God, holy smokes, man! And everything about this show feels like larger than life. Obviously, yeah, cool. Yeah. Where you're dealing with like massive monsters, but it it feels even grander than that. I yeah. don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You just gotta watch it. Like it's 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 a larger than life show. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I've really enjoyed the enjoyed it so far. Um, uh, I do have some reservations about this last episode a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but the first three episodes I felt were, were really good. They, they were, I felt like they were diving into some really interesting ideas, and they had some uh, different like takes on things that were really cool, and they were experimenting with some things that you hadn't seen, and kind of like subverting some classic tropes. Um, in good ways. Yeah. Um, in the first couple episodes that were, was doing some really cool stuff and you're, you're really diving deeper into like the, they were building the world of Godzilla very well. I felt like, which is something that like most Americans are not super familiar with. Um, for the most part, people kind of like think, Oh, um, maybe they've seen like one or two of the old, older Godzilla's. If they're like, that's pretty intense actually, if they've seen some of the older ones and then they're like, you know, the big one that kind of people points at is like the Matthew Broderick one, (laughs) um, which is not even really considered a Godzilla movie anymore. (laughs) Because like legitimately, I believe, uh, they, the studio bought, the movie's right so that they can kind of strip it of being a Godzilla movie. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, and then now we have this new universe um, that's building up. That's, you know, it's, they're really building up the whole like idea because up until this point, I felt like they had kind of like the, in America, they had really wanted to have like, this is Godzilla. It's going to be all about him. And they're really diving into the idea of like, Potentially, like him being a hero in some ways, yeah. but like and like d- jumping back and forth whether whether you believe he's a hero or whether you yeah. think he's just a mindless beast in a lot of ways. Right. It's, it's very interesting, like back and forth. Oh, there's a whole dynamic that. there that you yes. can easily uh, tear apart the layers there. Yeah, I will say, Amato, one one point to highlight what you said about them building the world, building out the world of Godzilla. One little detail that I appreciated in the first few episodes was when they're in Tokyo. Yeah. And Kate, you know, she's American, but she's walking around and she's seeing all the signs for Godzilla evacuation yes. route. Mm-hmm. Like even that, like a cool little detail mm-hmm. where it's like in that world that is a he- that was a huge need. Yes. And the whole city has like like every big building, every yeah. government building, every it's street, marked, yeah. it's all marked with that green like Godzilla route and ev- yes. Godzilla evacuation route. Yeah. And, like that's a cool detail. Yeah. Well, now, T roll, you're the conspiracy theorist of us. Sure. How did you feel about <laughs> yeah, that's uh, about the, the cab driver? And he's like, oh, <laughs> Although, yeah, he's got a podcast. Because remember, it. he has uh, a podcast. <laughs> and he talked about like how oh, San Francisco was just done with CGI. Oh, yes, gosh, yeah. yes. It, Kate's like, uh, I live there. <laughs> yeah, I, my dad died. Well, you know, yeah. that's, that's well, what she well, thought. Yeah. thinks that is. <laughs> yeah. Although, to tell you, I kind of wish she had kind of like chewed into him a little bit. Well, there's like, a lot of things we wish this the, her yes. character would have done. But, yes. Uh, or, or wouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I've got some thoughts on Kate, but we're yes. just we're just focusing on the highlights so far. Yeah. Uh, another highlight, and so I just love anything where there is a super powerful government subsidiary mm. or private security company. Yeah. Or, or something like this, like what Monarch is. See, Anytime. Seem to get pwned. <laughs> well, just seeing all the 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 gears turning, like the yeah. the, the, the strings being pulled, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. right. The yeah. the shadows, yes. the not espionage per se, but just um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. is exciting. It's where fun. their tendrils go and things like that. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, man. Like that's it's gripping. It's 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 good television. Um, yeah, the the monarch has always been like a, a symbol, like of 
the, the like Mudo, like they they're trying to find the organisms, the yeah. unidentified terrestrial organi- organisms. Like they're trying to they're trying to do that. Yeah. Um, and this kind of uh, kind of shows where the organization has gone because we get the flashbacks. Yes, they they jump you back into the fifties when uh, they they found they found Monarch, Monarch and how it started as like a scientific research, yeah. and then they f- flip you right back to the future and. It's completely changed. Like it's yes. more of like a, a military, yeah. Yes. And I don't know. I just I just found that uh, intriguing. And one of the downsides of the fourth episode was we didn't get another flashback like yeah. res- resolution. What happened with what we saw in episode so, three? Also interesting is like it's kind of um, it kind of has similar parallels to the creation of Shield. Um, and so like in the idea of like it starts out with you know Captain Carter with very like almost pure intentions and what they were going to try to do and make a better um you know secret organization to help the world and help keep world peace and then you know it seems to have kind of at least uh monarch hasn't gone as far as like hydra completely infiltrating as far as we know at this point but they have had they do seem to have in some ways they've they've (laughs) become yeah they seem to have become more shady or at the very least Part of them has seemed to have lost their way, and, and and they're really showing in like the way that like they react to these situations and the the way that people like are unwilling to listen to scientific facts. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it, it's like even in like even the fourth episode, they're just like the, the, that one guy just kept on being like like completely like the idea of like the ostrich's head in the sand like does not want to listen to it like this can't be true. It is an impossibility, and it's like all the scientific fact is pointing at this one way, and he's refusing to look at it. Yeah. Do you guys, the style of the show, do you enjoy the way they're jumping back and forth in the timelines? I I, I believe I am, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, the, I like the, it a lot. The roots of Godzilla in itself, like I, the, Godzilla, the character creature, has been around for 70, 70 plus yeah. years. Like, so yes. We need to we need to jump back that far to fully grasp what what's happening. What's happening? Like there's significant events. Like for example, the uh, um the episode where um where we see uh Randa Bill Randa um I guess he's going by William and back in the day right yeah. I don't think he's officially transitioned to Bill yet but um he's looking for his sh- like he, his ship like he's, he's, we don't know he's looking for his ship but yes. his ship is there yes and that has significance because it was at Pearl Harbor so like. These things matter because the the such a close tie to what happened in yeah. World War Two to create Godzilla. Like yes. it's it's all about the the, the H bombs and yes, um, the creation, uh, man tampering with nature, that kind you of. You mean thing. awaken Godzilla, right? Not create. No, the radiation from created Godzilla. That's the story. Um. Yeah. Like the, it, it depends on like how you look at it. Like there are different like lords that that are set yeah, up. Whether he was true. either that's created by it or whether he was, uh, just awakened. I Actually, think in this in universe, this universe, you're right. He's awakened. He's yeah. awakened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of. Like universes set up that he was actually created, created by, by the okay. nuclear yeah. uh, weapons, and that's like it, it's Which? It, it. It really is like a huge like. It shows you like the scars on the Japanese community of the mm-hmm. dropping of the atomic right, bombs right, right, that right. they created this character to be like 
you know, like so a much a part of yes, very much <laughs> like a parallel of the of what is happening in their yeah. um in their world. Yeah. Which I mean, like I said, I just I just saw at the beginning of the episode. I just saw the the Japanese uh, version. So yeah, obviously that's uh, that lore is on my mind right yeah. now. So, but yeah, it's uh it, it's it's really cool to to just be able to see those fifty scenes, like those those like when they're on the beach looking at Godzilla actually yeah. show up in the episode. Right. Like, did you guys expect to see Godzilla no. in the series at all? No, no, no. not at all. Like besides no. flashbacks, especially flashbacks. in that scene, I was really expecting it to be like the way they were playing it out. Like this, like complete letdown, yeah. Like yeah. situation where it was like, oh well. But then he, he emerges, come out, <laughs> and then he comes out. Yeah. And not only that, does he like you get a good full like full on scene of just him the standing there staring yeah. at this bomb, like. But yeah, yeah. um, and I, uh, I think I like it as well with the like the time switching because they're they're they've connected the two. Mm-hmm. It isn't yeah. just you know, oh, this is happening in the present. But this was also happening in the past. Yeah, they've interwoven like uh, family ties and things like that. You're seeing the Randas, um, you know, in the past, and then you're seeing them in the future. I loved one thing I really have loved so far was the the rug they pulled out from underneath us with the grandmother. Like I was like, because right before that they were like kind of building up her to have like some plot armor, and then they were like. And then, like, the next scene is the scene where she drops. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's, like, I love that, like, they subverted your expectations in that moment where they were, where, where everything was happening. So I I really, like, that was a scene that I extremely enjoyed where I was, like, they did a really good job because they were building up hard, like, the, the, the grandmother and, like, their connection, like, right before this happened. And, like, you're kind of, like, Almost building up, like I said, plot armor, and then she just yeah falls her. down. Yeah, yep. yeah, brutal. I, I'm really intrigued with Apple's decision to do Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell. I think this is oh, that this is, is this is a great. It was a great decision, but so I, but, cool. But the fact that they they did this, they chose to do this. I yeah, feel yeah. like like they're like, oh, you know what? We'll we'll get the father son duo uh, to do this. To <laughs> Although I do love how Kate's like, wouldn't that make you like ninety? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, "Good genes. What can I say? Good genes." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, that 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 was something else that I was kind of like, like leaving up. But like, I love, I, I do really love that because I can. There aren't a whole lot of times in it that you will see that kind of, like, I I can only really think of right now like one other movie where you really get to see a good solid father son playing the same character. Like you you see like. Oh, a father and son playing together, or a father and son playing similar character, like like in a movie or something like that. But like the only one I can really think of at the moment is in a man called Otto, um, which is a, re- a recent Tom Hanks movie where his son plays a younger version of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I-, I think it's really cool that they you know stack them like that, and not only that, but they you know they're doing a really good job. I feel like you know, carrying that character. They even did a scene where they transitioned from young to old. Yes. And I didn't realize how much why it looked like Kurt until right. that until scene. That scene. I was like, oh yeah, like the entire bottom portion of his face is exactly shaped yes. like <laughs> Kurt Russell's. He just doesn't have short hair. Like that's... Yes. That's... that's uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just... <clears throat> that jaw is like... That is <laughs> yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Right. Like, to yeah. a T. Let's talk about the, the children of... Um, 
Randa. Um, yes. Yes. Um, so you got Kate and Kentaro. Yep. Yes. Kate and Kentaro. Yes. Think about their dynamic. <laughs> um, awkward. Yeah. At first, definitely awkward. Um, I feel like in the beginning of the series, like the first, the first episode, you, you're kind of led to believe that Kate's on this journey, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's Kate's journey. And then all of a sudden Kentaro's introduced and it's like a, like a sideswipe, steal her story kind of thing. Yeah. And now I feel like Kentaro's now the main focus as, as far as the random, random siblings are concerned. Right. Because Kate's kind of taken like a back seat to Kentaro since they a met, little bit, but yeah, she, yet she's the main focal point in the beginning of the first episode or like the first half, really, because she's the one who's been affected by G Day. She's uh-huh. the one who's on the, the the search for her father. She's uh, or her father's apartment or whatever. Yeah. She's like information about her father, right? Yeah. Um. So like this is all kind of sparked around her. Like they would yeah. not have interacted if it wasn't for her traveling to. Tokyo. Yes. So, and, but then Kentaro comes in and he's the one bringing the friend behind, in the chair. He's the one bringing the friend in the chair. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. one, he's the one who has connections to uh, Shaw. Like yeah. he's the, he's the one kind of now driving the force for the rest of this uh, series. He's the one who saves them at the end of the day in episode yep. four. Like, like, so I'm a little confused with the, the Kate character currently. Like, yeah, I mean, at the beginning, I enjoyed her character, but I feel like she has become a Agreed. little taxing. Agreed. Um, you know, I, I felt like there was a really in, interesting idea of her, but I feel like, so uh, the biggest issue is, like, she's the only one who's really, uh, at the beginning of the series, that has actually interacted with a, with a, with a Muto of some mm-hmm. sort. Right. Out of, like, um, Kentaro, the mother. And um, and May, mm-hmm. but she seems to be like unwilling to like, like admit that these things are important. And like she's by this by the decision she is making, uh, she's making decisions that are like don't scale correctly with what is going on. Yeah, you know, like so that's a, that, that's one thing I've seen that's been kind of hard. That's um, it's almost like she's choosing to be delusional. Like Yes, it, in some ways. And I think yes. to some extent, her and Kentaro early in the first couple episodes, the first few episodes, they're both like unwilling to admit that. Like they both view the other as the illegitimate. Yes, like, yes, yes. Like the, the, the bastard Which, child. Which, like, wouldn't you, though, in that scenario? Like, if you, I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, maybe it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. But they, at least, I think Kate said, where it's like, how do you know it was. You know, yeah, mom, who, don't you want to know, like, who, yeah, who like, was cheated on, right? Because yes. no. <laughs> yeah. obviously, this guy, you know, he's a player, yeah, <laughs> families in different continents, you right? Know well, that's the, if you're gonna do it, that's the best way to do it, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you got those work flights, I don't yep. know how you pull that off. Uh, that's an extremely hard for yeah. sure, yeah. But, anyways, um, I just felt like their whole dynamic, and for me, Kate is like been a little annoying, not so much in episode four because she's was mostly there to just help May survive, yeah, <laughs> but. The first three episodes, it was like, okay, Kate, get with the program. Like, yeah. clearly, your dad is a very important person. Yeah. And you just get with the program. Yeah. Like, stop like being delusional that, yeah. you know, he had nothing going on and just normal guy. He's not a normal guy. Yeah. I feel like the three main characters, like, they're the two biggest issues is a they don't have any chemistry with each other. Like essentially, I don't feel like there's any the chemistry three main between characters. You mean like, including the, the, May or including May? Okay. I don't feel like there's a whole lot of chemistry between Kate, May, and Kentaro. I don't feel like there's. And then on top of that, I feel like they're all kind of like in this delusional state of like 
making random senseless decisions where like you know yeah. they do they just happen to get lucky for the most part I, I feel for like, a lot of these things i feel like kentaro is a little bit more like kind of driven i feel like i feel like he has more of a resolve with his decision making whereas may's been a wild card and doesn't really understand like she's more worried about like protecting files and yeah. computer stuff like <laughs> but kate is more trying to figure out who, how big of a liar her dad is. Like, it's just... Yeah. Right. The, the scale's different. Like, Kentaro, save and rescue your dad, right? But Kate is trying to find out why my dad's lying. And yeah. then yeah. May is like, I gotta keep my data see- safe and secret. Yeah, like, and when, Lee is like... Yeah. The end of the world. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Lee seems to be the only one who actually has, like, any, like, idea Sense. about what's yeah. going well, on. Well, I mean, right. when you've seen as many yeah. Titans yes. as he has, then, yeah. Well, but, like, okay, so, like, you, you were go. saying, like, Lee, Kentaro is driven, but they spent, like, a quarter of this last episode, like, literally <laughs> negating, like, his, the his idea drive. of him being driven. The whole idea <laughs> of him, like, unwilling to go to his own, mm. own uh, art show opening yeah. is kind of, like... <laughs> Cut, cutting that like entire idea off at the legs, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. That, pretty much. Also, the g- good segue, Shimato. Let's talk about episode four. Yeah. Um. One of my, you know, before, when we were hanging out before we, um, we actually got to watch this episode together, which is cool. Watching it with you guys. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, but before we watched it, I made a comment when we were talking about the first three episodes, where I was, or I almost made a comment that. You know, it felt like May and Kentaro got all this like bad blood. Like, there's something there, but we don't know. Like, what? I'm almost like, why do I care? Right. You know, they haven't told us anything about their backstory, and then that's literally like half of the episode four. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like almost to the point where I was like, okay, I get it. Like, <laughs> I can't. I'm. You were asking for it. But yeah, then, I'm not happy yeah. either way. I was I'm <laughs> like one of those Star Wars fans. Yeah. You know, yeah. where it's like, like I'm asking for something, I finally get it, and I'm not happy with it. Yeah. And, uh, but we do get a lot of backstory to their relationship. Yes. Yeah, Which, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. I do uh, kind of feel like this episode kind of stalled the momentum of the series a little bit, though. So I'm hoping that, like, we can get a little bit I agree. Back on track. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It, it felt like it did take a lot of the momentum of the series away. Yeah. Why is that? You know, I mean, I think it's because they chose now to establish that backstory. I think, I mean... <sighs> Honest, I mean, honestly, they didn't do enough of the flashbacks in this episode. Like, I think that's yeah. part of it. Because... The, the series has been doing a great balancing act of giving you yeah. the past and the present and then kind of like tying them together at the same time. Well, this episode, I don't think we got a single flashback, did we? Like, I don't think. Um, uh, outside of um, just oh, stuff yeah, yeah. with Kentaro and May. Well, yeah, you know, I'm talking about like, wait, the 50s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. yeah. I, I, yeah, I think all of it was either it was Kentaro and, yeah. okay. and May. That was as far back as it went. Yeah, see, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was a little bit of a stall, but we did yeah. get some monster action still, which is got I mean, a Muto, yeah. got a got a uh, what was that? Like thing? a heat uh, absorption, yeah, a heat eating ice mm. dragon, like an energy, thing. Yeah. energy absorbing entity. Yeah. It was kind of what it was. It was more like yeah. that's kind of how I thought about it was because mm. the idea of it's absorbing like the energy that would be released in a um, in a fire, mm. in a fire or an engine. Yes. Yeah. Just something that that causes heat. Yeah. My theory, because he lives in because it lives in Alaska, anytime it sends heat anywhere, it needs to like eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Um, but the also the stuff with the doc, like the the researcher who's oh yeah, like yeah. in the desert or whatever. Yeah. 
the, uh, apparently sensed uh, or got a pulsar the, spike. Yeah, there you don't go. ask me what there that you is. go. <laughs> Which it's kind of crazy that like the pulsar spike. She was like in Utah, Utah, and that's like right. they, she oh, got. I, I saw this spike in Alaska. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me how that works, but yeah. But I'm assuming that's because of that muto that jumped out of the. Yes. Yeah, I'm assuming that that has something to do with that. Although, like, I guess they're doing the a little at more the end, there right? than that because it would it should have also then shown up. Like when that first plane went down too, mm. if that's what was, it's got to be the it's crater. It's what yeah. it has to be picking up. Is yeah, that it's, big it's, massive yeah. blue uh, hole in the hole yes. in the earth. So yeah, yeah it's got to be related to that. Um, yeah. So that's interesting in, in in that realm. What's happening? I do think the 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 end of the episode I think did pick up a little bit it when did. they did, it did. with the uh, the monarch and stuff. I think I think the reason why it did feel slow was a those flashbacks with that and the. The random, or what seemed like random meandering that they did after their interaction with the um, with the Muto, mm-hmm. like you know, like oh, we're gonna go off this way, we're gonna go off this way. It was like ten minutes of them just kind of wandering through the art, you yeah. know, the you know, yeah, through the ice mountains and right. like, stuff like that. But, Dude, yeah, but now we're back on track. And how they survive? So yeah, I, I don't know how frostbite works and hypothermia, <laughs> but I feel like May and Kentaro should both be dead. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Especially I mean, her whole legs were wet and oh, frozen. Like, yeah. yeah. You know that water was cold. But obviously, uh, Kate threw the line in there. It's like, oh, good. You can feel your nerves are waking up. So yeah. therefore, we're she like, knows how this stuff yeah, works. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do we know anything about what she does? Did they ever explain? Pretty that? sure she's a teacher. Teacher. Oh that's yeah. What, I mean, that's, that's what, what I assumed. Yeah. Yeah. That opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah or like right. what they did on the. Yeah. They're on a field trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that I think that crater is significant. Yeah. yeah. And they were talking about in, like, the scientist room and stuff, like, they're saying the last time they had a spike like this, it was the right before G-Day and yeah. the emergence event, right? Yeah. That was, I just like the name of that, emergence event. Emergence event. event. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sounds like something from, something from Pacific Rim. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I think they might have used that exact term, actually. <laughs> um, but, uh <laughs> I really feel like we saw Godzilla in episode three, right? I feel like we're going to get, not necessarily Godzilla, but like we may get a massive scene of another giant uh, something from Godzilla's past. Like, yeah. Um, like, well, we, obviously in the second movie we had all those monsters, right? Because yeah. it was Godzilla versus like a ton of them, right? Yeah. We may get one of them again. We may, I don't know. We're we going to get Ghidorah or like, I don't yeah. know. Like, is this a thing? Like, are we going to actually see this? <laughs> Seeing Godzilla in episode yeah. three? Makes me believe that it's possible. Well, I th- yeah, yeah, for sure. We're gonna get something because I think that's what they're that's where they're alluding to. Like this last time we had a spike, this is right before G Day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think we're getting something. I don't mm-hmm. know if it'll be Godzilla, but uh, again, I just want more of the what what is Monarch's aim? What is their yeah. goal? Mm. What do they want? Yeah. Know? Where do they fall on like the scale of good and evil <laughs> at the moment? Like, uh, I know they've been showing kind of shady, but it, it is kind of one of those things where, like... Would you consider them chaotic neutral, or...? I, I think at the moment, they're, like... Um, I think at the moment, they're sh- they're shrouding it. They're either going to be good, and then something's going to happen. They're going to push toward... Split the group, mm-hmm. essentially, and they're going to have a more, you know, violent reaction to something, and the other... <laughs> and our so-called heroes will be like, you know, going in the other direction or they've been 
evil this whole time. It's kind of like the two ways I could see it going. Um, You know, so I I think there's a distinct possibility. I think something that would be really cool is like maybe like one of the last scenes of this season is we see just like some like red eyes Mm. and you see like the buildings of like a Mechagodzilla, you know, like, you know, like in some like far off place. I think it's gonna be really interesting to see where yeah. Tim falls on the scale. I was about I feel to like, ask about Tim. Yeah, I feel like there's a possibility that maybe he is. It's weird because they've they've kind of like put it both ways. Like he seems like he might be a good dude, but you know, it's like you know, how much is he falling in line with what Monarch is doing right now? I've, right. You know, like is he? Because even he in this loves last... the work, not the goals of Monarch. Like, is it that kind of yes. guy? Yeah. And even like in his interactions with Kate, like he was awkward, but like he wasn't necessarily like evil necessarily. Yeah. You know, and even like, uh, everything they have shown, like the way that he talks and the way that he talks about the the goals. He's, he's not the guy you're inviting to karaoke. No. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like, um. So he he seems like he's very much like this guy who's he's working for Monarch, but he doesn't always like, you know. He almost is as a means to an end. Yeah. Like they get him the things that he needs to be able to do his work. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he is, you know Which kind of feels like, you know, um the the flashbacks from the fifties of yeah. uh Randa and um Doctor I can't remember her name, sorry. But his lover. I mean her <laughs> last name is Randa, so Well yeah, so I guess it becomes Randa. Right, right, it becomes Randa. But yeah, like they didn't want to really work with Shaw, Shaw, or the, general. the army yeah. or the mm-hmm. military, but it allowed them to get the funding they needed. Yeah, I feel like Tim is this guy where there might be a little bit of something good about him. Like he's gonna be a yeah. an, a future ally. Yeah, or maybe he, yeah. Oh, he, there's like a breaking point, and he, you know, sides with them and maybe leaves oh, Monarch. Right. Or something like that. I could yeah. see that. I could see that. Hmm. Yeah. I I just I'm looking forward to this rest of the season because he's, he's a third Randa. Yeah, third Randa. Oh gosh, no. Um, I think something big's gonna happen. I really do. I think something massive is gonna happen, especially with like the new movie is starting to like roll out promotions right now. Like, yeah, we just got a uh, promo um, uh, poster, so that's a thing, right? And uh, we got like a little snippet, like a, like a thirty second. Uh, like a teaser trailer, kind of like it didn't really show much. It was just kind of just of the, of the next of uh, the next Godzilla New Empire. Oh, um, when is that supposed to come out? Uh, next year. Well, dude. So, like I'm saying, like I feel like something huge is going to happen with this, is, and it's going to be a even though that will that will fall later in the timeline, technically, right? Yes, it would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. but it could be like the groundwork. Right, right. But also, we don't know when in the timeline this show will end. Like we don't know. We've been bouncing all over the place yeah. as far yeah, as like fifties. That's a good point. We've we've been in two different time periods in the fifties, right? We were in like fifty two, fifty three, yes. and then we were in fifty seven, fifty nine, around 59. That, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And but I think then, we, even but had, then we were in the seventies. We, 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 we had fifty. There was also like fifty four, fifty five, I think, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, there was that in the was 70s the, too. Yeah, we were in the seventies because Skull Island. Yes. they were in the seventies. Yes, that was seven. I think maybe maybe seventy four. Yeah, was uh was that yeah, and then it was it's fifty two when they first meet. It's fifty nine when they're when the grandmother passes away, mm-hmm. um, and then it's like 54, 55 when they're doing the um, test at Bikini Atoll. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, obviously Skull Island events are in the 70s, so yes. does the season end when they're like in 2020, or it's like, we don't know, yeah. right? Like, what to expect, right? It, it could be, yeah, they could set up something that ends up being like yeah. an assistant to... Like something that's happening, you know. I do like the idea of uh, them ending with like the 
the plans and the makings of starting Mecha Godzilla. Like, yeah. I feel like that's that'd be pretty cool to see. Yeah. But it yeah. would definitely be the start of because God, the Mecha Godzilla comes in the very last movie so far, which was 2020 or 2021. 2021, mm-hmm. I think. Or, I thought it was 2020. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a couple years. Yeah, yeah. It's been a couple but years. uh, but yeah, I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah. Well, anyways, this was cool. Yeah, hanging out with you guys, watching this show. Um, for whoever's still listening, we appreciate you. Hope you continue to enjoy Monarch. Hope you continue to return to this podcast, and uh, be sure to come back next week. We will have a review of episode number five for Monarch: Legacy of Monsters. Um, also, a big shout out to everyone who. Follow us on social media. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod. And, uh, yeah, be sure to come back next week for our next review. With all that in mind, for my good friends Sandy and Shimato, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. You peasants.